Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Previously on the form, Desmond Bain is the best player on the floor for the Memphis Grizzlies. Do I need to... Elaborate on that a little bit more. I will. Desmond Bain is the best player on the floor for the Memphis Grizzlies. Hopefully, you heard me loud and clear that time. It's really aggravating. If I know that guy is getting buckets anywhere he wants on the court, play physical with him. Play physical with him. It's not complicated. As a basketball player back in my heyday when I had good knees and ankles, I would I would have gotten physical with my opponent. I wanted to guard I wanted to guard the best player on the floor. You can take one player, give me I want the challenge. Nobody on this Lakers roster. That's on the floor, regardless of what, of ro- what rotation it is, has stepped up to the plate and met Desmond Bay to be physical. If we're going to win this series and win this game tonight, it comes down to physicality and slowing down Desmond Bay. Get a body in front of him. Do not let him get to his shots. I know I sound angry in my voice, but it's very I'm at the point of pissivity with this with the Lakers defense right now. There's levels to this. And now our feature presentation. The storm has came and went. The Los Angeles Lakers delivered a playoff performance for the ages. Backs against the wall, they delivered in blowout fashion. The Memphis Grizzlies wanted no more smoke with the Lakers on Friday night. From the opening tip to the very last second, the Lakers prevailed. It reminded the Memphis Grizzlies they are light years away from being a title contender. With that being said, we are moving on to the second round of the 2023 NBA playoffs. Our next opponent, the reigning defending champion, Golden State Warriors. Are you ready for a classic showdown between two teams from the state of California? LeBron, AD, D'Lo, Steph, Clay, Dre, and it's a, a rising cast of stars on the Golden State Warriors along with the Los Angeles Lakers. This is where legends are born. This is where you become legendary in the NBA postseason. But now the quest for 18 is getting tougher. Are you ready for round two, Laker Nation? I don't know about you, 
but I am. A road to a championship is never easy. You have to go through it the hard way. Regardless of how you get there. There's levels and layers to becoming a champion. Golden State stands in our way. But this is the matchup that all NBA fans wanted. So sit back. Grab your beverage. Have a seat. This is The Form, a Los Angeles Lakers podcast right here on the Grid Sports Network. Lake Show, you know the vibes. Laker Nation, wear your purple and gold. You know what the next line is. Lake Show, let's go. afternoon laker nation happy sunday welcome to the form a los angeles lakers podcast right here on the grid sports network dare to be different step into the grid your new leaders in digital media sports and entertainment i am your host exclusive content creator and producer of this phenomenal podcast patrick l brown And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to this phenomenal podcast full of Lakers content. Man, what a game we had on Friday night. Game 7, right? Are you sure Memphis is okay right now today? Are you sure they fine in the West? Well, after Friday night, they wasn't so fine, was they? Before we get the show started, make sure that you like, share, comment, and subscribe to The Grid on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, even check us out on YouTube. Tell a friend to tell a friend, send the link. The page is growing, the network is expanding as we speak. A lot of great content creators on The Grid. You do not want to miss an exclusive Anything, anything pertaining to the grid, you make sure that you're subscribed for those notifications when new reels are uploaded, episodes on your on the apps. I'm telling you, step into the grid, y'all. I, I can't stress that enough. Man, what y'all think about that game Friday night? That was a sure, excuse my language. We kicked Memphis's ass on Friday night. We gave them what they wanted. We gave them exactly what they wanted to shut them up for 2023 so they could go hibernate and we'll see them in 2024. We're going to go through, recap the Lakers thrashing of Memphis in game six in a blowout fashion. D'Angelo Russell has a playoff performance of of his career with 31 points ad's uh, domination was on full display memphis's unraveling came with consequences i'll go i'll just go ahead and say this right now as i've said the last few weeks there are levels to becoming a champion memphis grizzlies i never seen a, a fan base so subdued like I did on Friday night after watching highlights. T. Morant with the bucket hat over his eyes. And I'll get to my favorite part of the game whenever it all ended here shortly. Also, 
We are going to preview the Western Conference semifinals. Yes, we will head to San Francisco, California to play the reigning NBA champion, defending NBA champion, Golden State Warriors on Tuesday night for game one. The Warriors were able to close out the Sacramento Kings just a short time ago. But man, I believe this is the series that everybody wanted. And this is the one that really will have some very, very high ratings whenever it kicks off on Tuesday night. But first, we are going to talk about that good old-fashioned ass-kicking that our Lakers put on the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday night. If you've been living under a rock, you know, after game five on Wednesday night, I believe, the Memphis Grizzlies were back to their old tricks. Talking, you know, bragging, letting everybody know that, yeah, we 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 want we gonna bring game seven back here to the best fans in the NBA. Those were the words of Desmond Bain on Wednesday night after the Grizzlies took care of the Lakers and Dylan Brooks and everybody was just, you know, they were all giddy giddy up and all oh, we we gonna get game seven back here. And I said on my show on Friday, if you have not listened to it, I recommend it. As I said on Friday's show. Looking ahead to game seven without playing game six was a bad sign for this team. When you are down 3-2, you know game six is going to be a game seven for the team that's playing on their home court. You as the road the road team, you know in the back of your minds, you have to be able to back that up. Confidence and arrogance at the same time. I'm here to remind you, if you listen to the show, I said Desmond Bain was the best player on the floor for the Memphis Grizzlies. Play physical with him. Take him away from the game. Somebody clearly got the message. Somebody in the organization may have listened to the episode. I don't know. But whenever I watch the highlights, the Lakers were engaged in defensively 94 feet. I kept saying that 94 feet from start to finish thank god they did what they had to do the lakers that is what i will say is that was a old-fashioned beat down it was so bad that the memphis grizzlies may have just quit midway through the third quarter once the barrage and the bleeding started, they couldn't stop it. Regardless of what they'd done, they couldn't get back into this game. And I loved every minute of it. The great Kobe Bryant once said, Don't shake the tree, the mamba will fall out. Well, Dylan Brooks, you poked the bear and you got your head bit off. LeBron James reminded you that there's levels to this and to your entire team. And you may say, well, Patrick, LeBron didn't shake hands with the Memphis Grizzlies before he walked off to the to the locker room. He is on a mission right now. Respect is earned, not given. Dylan Brooks was the unraveling with his consequences that gave this team. It was a ripple effect. Words have consequences. But you notice in games... Three and four, nobody was talking. Dylan Brooks dodged the media. And then he dodged the media on game six. Well, news that came down today that he had been fined by the NBA for not doing media availability. Serves you right, Dylan. I would love to see you try to appeal to appeal that. The Lakers went in on Friday night with a Closeout mentality. LeBron James arriving to the Crypto.com Arena. 2 o'clock Pacific time. Five hours before the game started. To get work in. That's dedication. That's commitment from your leader. LeBron is a leader. 
He is what you need in your te- on your team and in your locker room. This is the most focus I've seen LeBron James in his five years since he's been in L.A. since the 2020 season. LeBron has seen it all, played through it all. But we're going up against a different animal in the reigning defending champion Golden State Warriors. All hands are going to be on deck for this series. What I will say is that the Lakers, with everything that they've been through this year, who would have thought that this team would get past the, get out of the first round? The media is looking real stupid. They would look real stupid after Friday night. All the media pundits, you know, your Chris Broussards and all them guys who said, yeah, we're taking the Grizzlies in six because the Lakers are no match. Man, oh man, they are going to have to eat some serious crow on Monday morning on their shows. For once, better yet, lack of. This is not the first time that the sports pundits have been wrong about LeBron James. When have they been right? Just a handful of times. In a league where some would say Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet. LeBron James still reminds everybody each and every night he's still a top three, top five player in this league. To him, it's not about being the best player in the world. What he brings to the to the table and to the court, you can't deny. Even in year 20 and age 38, LeBron James is still playing at a supremely high level. You cannot instill that in players this day and age. Some players are born with it. Some of them ain't. LeBron is built for this. This is the biggest stage. He lives for moments like he did on Friday night. You poke the bear, you're going to get bit. In this case, you tease the lion one too many times, he's going to chase you down. Not the fastest, not the strongest, but ferocious and tenacious that the lion is. Once you see the teeth of a lion and he starts growling and roaring, you're in trouble. The lion smelt blood. Not to be a little graphic, but if you watch any animal shows, any animal documentaries, the lion is the protector of the pride, the king of the jungle. You step into LeBron's jungle and kingdom, you better come correct. LeBron James, for what it's worth, one of the greatest basketball players who ever played this game. I am appreciating everything that he's done for the game. Because when it's all said and done, we won't have another generational talent like LeBron Ramon James Sr. It's going to be very strange. But the Lakers, man, tell you what. It was just beautiful. It was a beautiful sight to see when everybody's engaged and locked in. And it starts with your leader. Who is the leader of the Memphis Grizzlies? That would be one John Morant. His behavior and his off-the-court issues doomed the Memphis Grizzlies season. Desmond Bain, the second-best player on the floor, or the best player, I should say, they all got humbled Friday night. You don't talk about a Game 7 if you haven't played a Game 6. The Lakers knew going into Friday night they did not want to have to go back to Memphis. Once they put pedal to the metal, they were still playing like they were trailing, and you can just see it was the energy was really high. To see Jack Nicholson, a longtime Lakers fan and fixture in the form and in Staples, he was on hands for the for the game on Friday night, so you knew it was a big deal. It's always good when the Lakers win. Laker fans know this. It's a beautiful night. I may have been working, but rest assured, I was listening to the game on my lunch break to the final seconds. What we saw on Friday night was just a reminder that this team can go as far as it wants to. This is a very dangerous team. 
this is one of the hottest teams in the league at the All-Star break. Rob Palenka, as, as critical as we've all been of him, should be in the running for Executive of the Year for saving the Lakers season. The moves he made to bring in the right pieces that fit around LeBron, to go from bottom of the barrel and working your way into the play-in, and then winning a playoff series. I mean, they become we can become the second team, and since this whole thing is we're a playing team has won a playoff series, the first team being the Miami Heat, who finished off the Milwaukee Bucks earlier in the week, we're the second. It is also the first time in a while that a seven seed has knocked off a two seed, which would have been the 2010 or the 2010 or 2011 Grizzlies who knocked out the the San Antonio Spurs. Nevertheless, we're moving on to the conference semis to face the Golden State Warriors, which I will discuss here momentarily. D'Angelo Russell had a breakout game with 31 points on Friday night. He's got a nice shot when it's fallen. The energy was contagious. And I think what may have sparked his performance was Kyrie Irving sitting courtside at the Lakers game. Now, there's been speculation over the last several months that Kyrie has interest in joining the Lakers. I got news for Laker Nation. I want to run it back with this team that we have, in all honesty. Kyrie Irving, as sensational as a basketball player is, it's not worth the headache right now or in the offseason or whenever we get to 2024. But I'm focused on 2023, finishing the season strong. D'Angelo Russell has matured as a basketball player. Had a rough, rocky tenure when he was drafted a few years ago and kind of bounced around, but he's picked off like he never left the Lakers. I believe he is the X factor moving forward for the Lakers. You may say Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves, but I believe D'Angelo Russell could be a huge player in this series coming up against Golden State. D'Lo shows poise and composure. He's still a fairly young player. But he's played like he's like he doesn't have he's he plays like he's got a lot to lose. When his confidence is there and you have that trust with LeBron and AD, sky's the limit for D Not to mention, he's in a contract year. So he knows what's at stake. You play well in his postseason, you're gonna get a contract extension. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so (laughs) you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Would I love to see him come back? Absolutely. Because he's a nice three-point shooter that LeBron needs in order to open up the offense a little bit. When you put shooters around LeBron, it's contagious. But one thing that I question about this team, especially when we go with three guards and the two bigs are Rui and LeBron, that's that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work, but we'll discuss that here momentarily. D'Lo has earned the respect of Laker fans and Laker Nation. He knows he can get it going in any given moment. His shot-making capabilities are going to be needed in this next series. Along with Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, and somehow, someway, we've got to get Lonnie Walker some more minutes. I don't know how much longer that I can stress that. We've seen him in spurts. D'Lo is going to be a difference maker. I believe in my heart of hearts. He's capable of scoring 
at least giving us 25. He can give you 31. He go on his own scoring run, hit a couple threes, you look up, he done hit five or six in a row. That's how quick it'll fly. When he's feeling it, hey, keep feeding him. Keep giving him the ball. We need it. We need the shot-making capabilities. But I'm happy for D'Lo. I really am. Glad to see he's finally flourishing and he's found a new a new sense of urgency being back in, in a Laker uniform for the second time around. It's a beautiful sight to see. And hopefully we could get him back in the fold. Excuse me. Get him back in the fold for 2024. The next player that I'm going to mention and talk about, I've been very, 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 very critical of. One player, two initials, AD. Ladies and gentlemen, for what it's worth, AD has been our best defensive player in this playoff run right now. I believe he's got 27 blocks so far in in the playoffs. That is pretty darn good. That is pretty darn good. As much as we criticize him for always being down, when he is engaged on the defensive side of the ball, I am going to continue to say this. Nobody can stop AD. When he's engaged defensively, offense is going to come. For him to finally put Jaron Jackson in his place, it was beautiful. That's the player we need night in and night out. A guy that's, when he knows, when his name is called, you got to go out there and dominate on the defensive side. We're going up against a very, very interesting Golden State Warriors team in round two. I believe AD in his defensive rebounding and his defense in general is going to be key. AD, when he can give you 16, 17 points with 12 to 14 rebounds, I'll take that. That lets me know that he's done his job on the defensive side of the ball. His offense is going to come, but it starts with him anchoring the defense. There's going to come a time that AD is going to have to realize that, and I believe he's done it now. You heard him say it the I think it was on Friday night that we're not satisfied. We're not finished. I believe that he said that with authority. For a guy that has been up and down and had one of the weirdest Lakers tenure to the moment of highs and lows through peaks and valleys. It is very frustrating. I can remember a time when... Shaq came to the Lakers in the summer of 96. Him and Kobe were good, but they wasn't getting it done. And Shaq kept hearing the noise. If you're going to be a Laker great, you got to deliver a championship. He kept hearing it. He did, it got to him. We were getting to the playoffs. We were bowing out in the second round. It finally got to a point where Shaq just got out of his own way and just Got it done, him and Kobe. But it took the great Phil Jackson telling him that y'all can, we can win championships, but it starts on the defensive side of the ball. Shaq was a dominant big. He was the most dominant big in his era, period. I can't refute that. I'm not going to argue that with anybody because the film speaks for itself. His game spoke for itself. The most dominant ever in his era was the one Shaquille O'Neal. Anthony Davis. I'm not comparing AD to Shaq. I'm not comparing him to Wilt Chamberlain. AD can be that dude on any given night. He just has to want it. He's got to go into the game knowing he's the best player on the court. He's the best defender. When he's not engaged and he's mopey. That's a bad sign for the Lakers, and it's a bad sign for the team and the coaching staff. AD has been through a lot in his tenure with the Lakers and throughout his career. Some nights he's 
a top 75 player. Some nights he's a top 150. I said that numerous times on my show. But I do believe in my heart of hearts that AD has every capability of being a great player. He has to go out and do it every night. I don't need it sporadically. I need it from the time the game starts till it's over with. This is the AD that we need. This is the AD that we need if we're trying to win a championship. It starts with him. LeBron's going to do all he can, but the co-star and Anthony Davis has got to be there to help weather the storm, to be the defensive anchor. His offense will come, but in the end, it starts with the defense. Moving on to our next topic on the show today, the Memphis Grizzlies. Hopefully this is this is the last time I will talk about the Memphis Grizzlies until 2024. For everything that they said, everything that happened to them, Dylan Brooks, John Morant were the biggest issues for this team. Jaws off the court issues derailed the season. Desmond Bain calling LeBron old and he pokes bears and he doesn't respect nobody till they drop 40. Well, that happened twice. LeBron, 20 plus 20, 40. 125 to 85. 40. You got your 40. Now, do you respect this, Dylan Brooks? Do you respect this now? The Memphis Grizzlies are going into hibernation until 2024. We don't have to hear about them. Are they, can we consider them a title contender? That's yet to be seen. They got a lot of growing up to do. They've got to turn, they got to turn it down a little bit. They need a reality check, and they got humbled pie in this series versus the Lakers. It's pretty funny. At the very end, their battle cry song, "Whoop That Trick." The Lakers players were saying that on the sideline and singing it, and grittying, doing the gritty on the sidelines as the myth as the clock wound went to zero zeros. That was the highlight of the of the series. We got the last laugh. LeBron James got the last laugh. It's all fun and games until you, you know, get devoured by the lion in the jungle. A lot of growing up to do, Memphis. You got to change your image a little bit. I understand that you are that you echo the sentiments of the city of Memphis. Great barbecue capital, great food, Bill Street, Stax Records is there, the Civil Rights Museum, a lot of rich history in Memphis. But as a basketball team and a franchise, your franchise player has to grow up. If he's going to be a great player and lead his team to a championship, John Moran has to grow up. Like now. He's a sensational, electrifying player. But his shenanigans away from the court is uncalled for. If you're going to be the face of a city and a franchise, you have to lead by example, John. What I mean is, you cannot put yourself in position where you're at the wrong place in the wrong time and find yourself in lawsuits. You have to do better. You have to be the player that this team in Memphis has invested in you to be. You have generational wealth. But I believe in my heart of hearts, there's time for him to get it together. How bad as he would it? Memphis will not look the same when we see them again in 2024. But rest assured, 
they learned a valuable lesson about trash talking. For a young team that has not won games in the trenches. They learned a huge lesson in professionalism and being a competitor. There's levels to this. There's layers. But at the end of the day, you have to go out and back it up. You can't talk to the media saying, yeah, we're we're going to win. We're going to bring it back for game seven. Game six was the Lakers game seven. They had no intentions of going back to Memphis. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You all spoke your own unraveling in this series. You're 0 for 2 in these situations. You tried it against Golden State, it didn't work. You tried it with the Lakers, you, that didn't work either. You're, need, you're in need of a lot of discipline. Jaron Jackson, Defensive Player of the Year, is a nice player. But in the end, if this team wants to be taken seriously, it starts with John Morant. Desmond Bain is their second best player, but he played like the best player in this series from start to finish. Game six was the worst game of the, of his of this series in which he did not shoot the ball fairly well. That's the one player that we needed to take away. Mission accomplished. The Memphis Grizzlies, in hindsight, they have yet to arrive, but they're on the process of that window is still open, but it feels like it's starting to close to a degree because of all the stuff that's going on away from the basketball court. We talk more about what they what they do off the court versus on it. You got to be able to do more on the court than you do in the off. I need to see it every night. Your leader, he owes it to y'all. The franchise player, John Moran, he owes that to this organization going into 2024. He has to be better. He has to be reliable. His game is so electrifying that it just feels like we're watching Derrick Rose 2.0, but hopefully the injuries do not catch up and rob his prime. You would hate to see that for a player of that caliber. He is everything that puts fans in stands. But you also put yourself at risk when you're doing stupid stuff that you have no business doing. There comes a time and a place. If you're a child, you think like a child. If you're a man, you think and conduct yourself as a man. John Moran still acts like he's in college. This is not college, jaw. The NBA gave you a stark reminder that you're not above any athlete in this in this profession, in this sport. Yes, you play in a small market of Memphis. You've had to work and clog your way up to the top. Don't piss it all away being stupid. That would be the message that I would give to him. Be a better man and player for this franchise. Look at what's happened to some of the players along the way. They had to fall from grace in order to regain their respect and notoriety that they that they once had. It's a long road, but the toughest roads taken are usually the ones that pay off. If you try to shortcut it, you're going to shortchange yourself. In order to become a champion, one must fail before they can succeed. That's how professional sports works.
My late grandfather once told me, he said, son, there's going to come a time when a man has to make decisions that's going to have some ripple effect. But at the end of the day, you live with those results. Negatively, negatively or positively, you live with them. In John Moran's case, it's more 60% negative and 40% positive. He has to change himself for the better. Because when the going gets tough, he's the guy. They're going to lean heavily on him. But he needs guys around him who are, who are going to hold each other accountable, including himself. Accountability is something that a leader must have. You can't preach accountability if you're out there doing dumb stuff. That's what separates LeBron from a lot of players in this league. You see Giannis. You see Jokic. We can go down the list. Jimmy Butler, for crying out loud. They are grinders. They are gym rats. They are trying to, they're on a quest to become better each and every year. If John Moran puts that work in, he's easily a top five player in this league. But once you start doing dumb stuff away from the court, you hurt your team's value in the long run. Because when they need you, you're not going to be available. Now credit, they're better without him than they are. But man, you can even tell the difference on some nights. I believe that the Memphis Grizzlies would shake this roster up. In 2024, they'll be a little bit better. The Lakers season continues. On to the next round. The Memphis Grizzlies, their season's over with until opening night in October of 2023. Moving on to the Western Conference final uh, semifinals preview. Los Angeles Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. That series will tip off Tuesday night, game one at the Chase Center in San Francisco, California. The Warriors were able to knock off the Golden State Warriors this afternoon in game seven in blowout fashion. Steph Curry, ladies and gentlemen, greatest shooter we've ever seen in this series. We're geared to face against Golden State. There is a new kid, a new player, I should say, that's going to be a thorn in our sides. That being Jordan Poole, part of the splash triplets of consisting of Steph, Clay, and Jordan Poole. You may say, Patrick, how is Jordan Poole uh, going to be an, 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 uh, an issue for the Lakers? Well, number one, he's a fairly good three-point shooter. He can get going anytime as well. He has a little bit of Russell Westbrookian-type plays in him every once in a while when he starts playing erratic and out of control. Clay Thompson, who I have the utmost respect for, his, his father, Michael, is a Laker great who won championships with the Showtime Lakers. That's going to be fun to see and hear Michael Thompson calling Warriors and Lakers in this playoff series. But I want to point out one key indicator and valid point for this series. Rebounding. The Golden State Warriors today. Kevon Looney had 21 rebounds, I believe. I believe the game is going to be won. Whoever can win the rebounding battle. And I mean that with a humble opinion. The Golden State Warriors, veteran-led team. They know how to win together. They've been there. Question is, how much... Do they have left for another seven-game series against the Lakers who are going to have an extra day of rest after winning on Friday night? 
Golden State Warriors will probably gas a little bit. But I have a feeling that this series could likely go the distance. It's difficult to beat two of the game's greatest players in a seven-game series. One being LeBron James, second being Steph Curry. These two teams, this will be the first time they've matched up in the postseason, I believe, in the, in the LeBron era and Steph era with LeBron being in L.A. But when LeBron was in Cleveland and they was meeting each other in the finals, man, sign me up for this because I am ready. I'm excited. I know Dub Nation is going to be in full force on Tuesday night. It's going to be a fun series. I just think it comes down to coaching. Coach Ham is going to have to be on his A game. I know Coach Steve Kerr is going to be well prepared. It's going to come down to coaching and rebounding. Those are two areas that concern me. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whichever coach puts together an, a pretty phenomenal game plan is going to win. Whichever team can out-rebound the other is likely going to win this series. That's what I think it comes down to. Slow down Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. It's going to be a rebound battle. I wouldn't be surprised if we trade buckets with Golden State. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole. They've got phenomenal role players and Moses Moody and Kevon Ludi. Andrew Wiggins, to me, is the X factor for the Warriors. He's kind of the defensive anchor to some degree. Draymond's going to get his. But this series is all going to be about composure, rebounding, and whichever team can eliminate the least amount of mistakes. This is going to be a series where I feel the Los Angeles Lakers have to have all hands on deck. This series is going to be entertaining. It's going to be exciting, and I believe we'll split with the Golden State Warriors in the first two games. We don't know what's going to happen, but if you've watched Golden State this year, they've looked like the best team in the NBA when they're on at home. The road, that's a different story. Have one of the... Went eleven and thirty. They went eleven and thirty on the road this year, if I'm not mistaken. But they are championship pedigree. They have the core of their players are still there, with Clay, Steph, and Draymond. To me, it's going to be fun. LeBron's going to do all he can. He's going to stay focused and stay ready to roll. But the objective is to win one game in San Francisco. I don't know if we can win two, but we're going to see. Golden State will have one day off, and they'll play on Tuesday night. That series will kick off on TNT on yeah Tuesday night, 9.30 Eastern Time. Or, yeah, 9.30 Central, 10.30 out on the East Coast, and 8.30 on the West Coast, check your local listings for times. But I am excited about this series. Laker Nation, this is going to be fun. The NBA fan base is going to see three, four, five, maybe six players on the floor at the same time. Steph, LeBron, Clay, AD, Dre, D'Lo, 
I mean, what more could you have asked for? Is this the way this was scripted? If you had told me in the middle of the season that the Lakers and Warriors would be in the, would match up in the playoffs in the second round, I would have took that bet. I like our chances against the Golden State Warriors. I believe that the extra day off is going to help us. And I believe, I think we'll fly out from L.A. to San Francisco probably, excuse me, sometime Monday afternoon or evening. I would assume in the afternoon to give the guys enough time to, you know, adjust and whatnot, get some work in before the, the game starts Tuesday night. But this is going to be a series that we have been waiting for. This is the series that will probably have very good ratings. You can look around the rest of the remaining teams in the playoffs. But these are the two teams that's going to dominate the sports shows this week. Once the series starts, we're going to be here. We're going to be talking about Clay and Steph and Braun, AD, the Lakers, Warriors. You know, who's going to counter who? I'm excited. Laker Nation, you know the vibes. I'm excited. That is all the time we have for today's show. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to The Grid on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Also, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We are expanding as we speak, you know. A lot of great content creators over there. It was a fun, fun, we had a fun, fun NFL draft reaction show. Shout out to the guys over at the grid. You guys did an amazing job. If you have not watched that, please go back and do do so. If you're an NFL fan, hey, my guys did their thing. But NBA postseason is where it's at. I'm going to get up out of here. But before I do, I want to leave you with a little bit of some sentiments for if you know anybody in your family, your inner circle that is struggling with mental health. Please seek counseling and treatments. Tomorrow is going to be the first day of Mental Health Awareness Month on May the 1st. Please, please be kind. Be a voice. Be an advocate. As someone who is a survivor of mental health. And illnesses. I understand. The hurt. And the agony that. Some of you probably felt. Laker Nation. Be kind. Tell somebody that you love them. Because tomorrow's not promised. Wear. Lime green. In May. For mental health advocacy. Wear green in support and solitude for those who are battling mental mental illnesses. It's a very difficult subject to, to, to talk about, but if you listen to my show, you're, you're going to understand how important it is to me. Because it could be somebody in your family who's dealing with it. If you're feeling anxious, depressed, Suicidal, please seek treatments. Let's continue the dialogue of mental health and breaking the stigma surrounding it. As I say here today, I have two wristbands that I wear on a daily basis to remind me how far I've come. I've come a long way. I'm not a perfect human being, but I'm honest enough to admit my flaws and imperfections.
as you go the start of a new week be safe be sure to take care of your mental your physical emotional intimate and spiritual health be kind to one another continue to be an ally an advocate for mental health and your communities use your resources to do what you need to do in order to make yourself a better individual continue to raise awareness for mental health emotional trauma still exists in our society a lot going on a lot of people losing their lives and taking their own lives be kind to one another as I get ready to wrap this show up thank you so much for letting me be a part of your your weekly podcasting shows wherever you may be in America today always know that you are loved valued and appreciated read yourself some books affirmations journal take walks outside embrace nature do what you have to do to make sure that you're not you don't have brain fog be safe please tomorrow's not promised but rest assured there's brighter days ahead as long as we try Maybe things change, as the late Tupac Shakur once said. Never give up on your dreams, your aspirations. People may try to box you in with conformity. Don't fall victim to it. As someone who grew up and people saying, I couldn't do this, this, and this. Never give up on your dreams. It's kind of emotional for me because if you had said that I was going to be on a podcast network, an online college student, and have two podcasts, I probably looked at you and said, yeah, right. But things happen for a reason. I've grew as a human being the last few years. I've grew as a podcaster. And each and every day is an opportunity to become a better version of myself. Chasing something much bigger than me. Everything that I do is for my niece and nephew. They are the reason that I do what I do each and every day. I love them with all my heart. They remind me every day that it's okay to not be okay. And as I say here, I'm trying not to get emotional, but children often remind us of the little things to appreciate. If you have kids, spend as much time as you can with them. Kids are a beautiful bundle of joy from God. Regardless of your relationship with the mother or father. Always be there for your children. I may not have biological children on my own. But I love my niece and nephew as if they were in my household. They are the reason, the inspiration in which I do this for you all. Creating a legacy for them to show them that you can do be anything you want to be in life if you have faith have the faith of a mustard seed and don't quit it's been trial and error with mental health (laughs) but at the end of the day more work still has to be done 
We're going to break the stigma. And keep the dialogue going. As I walk away from the mic for the night. Laker Nation. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Be kind. Make sure that you subscribe to The Grid. We've got a lot of stuff coming. A lot of content is coming. Laker Nation, I love y'all. See y'all later in the week for a Game 1 recap. Later this week. I love y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day and your evening. God bless. Until next time, peace out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.